Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we are coming to you live from Drivers Club on our namesake day where the rain is coming down hard outside Rain City Supercars and Drivers Club. I had the top down earlier today. Okay. Why were you driving in the rain with the top no, down? No, it was nice out today, and then it was not. Anyway. What did I tell you about driving around without a shirt on, Dan? I know. I just like the wind in my chest. <laughs> that is a lot Ruffles more information. my chest hair. That's a lot more information. Uh, in case you don't know, we are brought to you by Haggerty, Rainier Beer, and Avance. Yeah. And uh, how's your week been? Well, I mean, it's Monday, but how's your week? <laughs> my week was great. Yeah. <laughs> We uh, we're we're, we're, we're going to get into that in another episode. Yeah, um, we, we got a whole other episode about that. We've got we, this week has been very kind to us. If you followed Rain City Supercars Instagram page or mine or Dan's, um, we were gifted a couple of things to drive for the week, and it's been <coughs> live well, entertainment. Life has been good. Life has been good. It's um, it's a little hard to uh, like I, I've I've found more reasons to leave my house this week and go for small little trips to the store than anything. So I went to Costco. Good for you. <laughs> I told you weekend. I told you to stock up on that TP. I did. Nice. <laughs> did you have a good weekend, though? I did. Good? That's yeah, great. Nice. Yeah. It was actually somewhat decent. Unfortunately, exotics got canceled because yeah. um, of the rain. Um, Nobody freaked out, though. Um, you have not been answering emails. So. No, no, no. They freaked out about the cars, but oh, not yeah. about the weather. Like Normally, eh, people freak out, and they're like, few. supercars don't melt in the rain. We're like, yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, we Absolutely. do. Everybody well, knows What that. we do after we stand out there for six hours. Oh, I'll tell you, nothing's worse than a soaked nick. I'll tell you that right now. It's, it's bad. <laughs> There's a shower issue. There's a... A mold issue. There's, you know how that is. <laughs> mold issue. <laughs> so. The black mold you get covered in so quickly. Oh, it happens to me. You know how it is. But uh, no, it's uh, unfortunately we were rained out. But hopefully we're going to be aiming for this weekend. I don't know if it's getting any better. That's but, typical. Two three weeks. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, I heard you. Are you still actively shopping for your next uh, driver? Nope. 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 Oh, not okay. actively. Not anymore. Not actively. Okay. So there's something on the radar. Okay. I went a totally different direction. I sent my money for the deposit, and I'm flying out in a couple of weeks. One you go coming up. One you go coming up. All right. That's gonna be fun. I can't yeah. wait. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Be a, no, we're not revealing anything. Yeah, so no, I'll, no, no, no. I'll reveal it later. You know how it is. You're a social butterfly, so it's fine. People will know. We'll just. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. So I went and bought a 2007 Z06. Like it was like 10 years ago now, and I flew down to California picked it up and I posted a photo that I was down there with the car. And a friend of mine posted, she goes, she goes, oh, did you buy it? I said, nope. Came down, looked at it, turned around, flew home. <laughs> and it was one of those things like me in the car driving I the feel car like it's like, well, it's, it's like, here's your sign. Yeah, exactly. Here's exactly. your sign for your old. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, that's good. It, uh, it's, I, you know, it's been incredibly nice. So the, a lot of the cars are starting to hit the road out here. And then uh, the minute we want to actually have a show, <laughs> they decide that it's, uh, well, the, the weather gods have decided against it. So. In, since we've started, it's been three minutes and four seconds since we started recording. It stopped raining and it's clearing up and I can see blue sky. It'll start raining again. <laughs> Give it a minute. If you don't like the weather, wait a second. So. Yeah. Anyway. Dan, we got a really great guest here. Yeah, um, a lot of good stories. Uh, Dante Morelli, um, he is a member of Drivers Club. He has keeps some of, a couple of his beautiful rides here. There's some connection to some past exotics at Redmond Town Center. Uh, yep, uh, gentlemen, I'm just I can't wait. Like I said, it's been we've been kind of hanging out with Dante this afternoon and talking cars, and it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, Dante, welcome to Rain City Supercars. Thank you. Yeah, he's he's been sitting over there wondering like, when can I talk? <laughs> when are they going to let me lot. start? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, you know, you're a new member to Drivers Club, so welcome. I am. Um, and uh, all that is Drivers Club, but uh, we really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come uh, spend time with us. You know, you seem like a distinguished gentleman, and to spend, you know, come down to our level, we appreciate it. So, <laughs> You know, I love looking out at Drivers Club. Every time I'm here, it never gets old. 
I've been saying that since this place opened. The view never gets old. Doesn't. But it no. dramatically changed when you joined Drivers Club, <laughs> because nothing else on that floor looks like what you brought to Drivers Club. Well, that's that's one of the things that um, I like my collection of cars is that they're different. That I could probably buy something else more expensive if I wanted to, but I get much more enjoyment out of something that's not exclusive. It's, it's exclusive to me. And it's special to you. That's all special. that matters. Yeah, yeah, that's special to me. So yeah. people will often ask me, and I only have, I don't have that many cars. I got a half a dozen, but they ask me, which one do you like the best? And so I th you think a while, and I, the only answer you can tell them is that it's the one you're driving. Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. is a great answer. Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, uh, around the world think that you have to spend a lot of money to have a car that is a collector car. And it's, as long as it means something to you, it's a collector's car. Right. If it's been in your family, in your case, which we will get into later, of some of the cars that you have, have bought recently from a, a collection. Um, to I mean, we've talked about my Triumph hundreds of times about the fact that, you know, that's why it's special to me because it's my car. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, on the other hand, Dan, make no connections to cars and sell them. I really don't. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sad but true, I really don't. No. But it was your love of, is automotive. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love all things with wheels, but I'm just, I'm looking out of the floor and I'm like, oh, there's a DB4, a 600 LT, GT3 RS, that narrows it down to like 10, like four GT2 RSs, and there's a 55 Studebaker wagon <laughs> in the corner. With a Packard V8. Yes. Yes. You really <laughs> just don't see those. And, th and then it's it's Buddy sitting next to it. Um, what, now, what? correct me, what year is it? 72. 72 BMW. 3.0. CSL. CSL. Not a CSL. CS. 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 Yeah. I apologize. I, I, you know. Peter Gleason's rolling over right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good for robbing banks. If you've listened <laughs> to Peter's episode, go back. If you know what that car looks like, uh, yeah. Peter uh, talked about the fact that somebody robbed a bank in his. <laughs> but um, let's give our, our listeners a little bit of background on you. I mean, I know you grew up in the area, especially in Redmond. I did. Um, and and you stuck you stuck around here most of your life, correct? All my life. All almost, of your life. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, yeah. Well, it's not I, over yet, so most not of Not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's how you look at it. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, so you have to live your life as, as this happens, so you can't really look in the future and say, well, you got this much time left, you make make best with what, what you have. And I've tried to do that. Uh, I've I liked cars my whole life. The only one in my family, except a younger brother, who I helped build a 442, which he has now, and it's a really nice car. But myself, I always wash the cars in the family, and when somebody else would drive it, get it dirty, I'd I'd go crazy, you know. In-house uh, detail. Yeah, yes. in-house detail. Yeah. So um, I really like cars, and and uh, I grew up in the in the uh, farming business. We had a chicken ranch here in in uh, Redmond, up on 148th, and uh, eventually sold that to Microsoft. Has they have a campus on it? <laughs> I was going to say chicken oh, ranch up 148th. A little, little, little startup there, huh? Yeah, <laughs> sold it to Microsoft. Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah. okay. And uh, the uh, the story in the paper when we, that that transaction happened was Microsoft plucks a farm on in Redmond. <laughs> so, uh, wow. So anyway, a after that, uh, I I've been uh, before that I've been in the trash business my whole, basically my whole life. It was a ten year period when I was a wholesale distributor, but then got back into the trash business with Bruce Levin, who I knew from 1964 65, and I got to know him because he had a trash business he called Bayside Disposal, and we, our family had a trash business with Seattle Disposal, and we competed against each other. And I got to know Bruce as a competitor, and he was a tough competitor, and I thought he, I thought he felt the same but me, and we went tooth and nails against each other, but we over the time developed a friendship. 
and during when we were competing against each other, we were both in our t late 20s. We'd go on Friday afternoon, we'd take off, we'd go work out at the Washington Athletic Club and then go down and hit the bars. To, uh, be a group of us that we call, we sure. had a pack we called the, the Rat Pack for yes. Seattle. Understood. <laughs> and and uh, so I I really got to know Bruce because uh, he, he was, he spent, he worked hard to build his company and he was very successful. And I'd, I'd have to be at work at 5:30 in the morning doing morning dispatch, and Bruce would be doing morning dispatch for his 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 company, Bayside Disposal. And back in those days, we did a lot of stuff with handshakes, even though we competed against each other. And I needed some equipment in the morning since he I knew he'd be there. I call him up, by Bruce, I need this type of equipment. Are you you have anything I could use? He said, Yeah, come on down, it's, we'll be ready for you. And I do the same thing for him. And the, and then that's how I got. To, be, be, to really know him well, and I, I got to like him, even though I competed against him. And then uh, after I got out of the wholesale business, I went. Uh, I was working out at the athletic club, and Bruce is there, and he says, "Hey, I heard you sold your company." I says, "Yeah." He says, "Come, come talk to me next week. I, maybe you could help me out." So I did go to see him in his office, and he said, uh, "I got a problem in Seattle. I need somebody down there to straighten the thing up. This is not doing the way, performing the way I like. Would you consider going there and working for me and and see if you could straighten it out for me?" So I said, "Well, let me." I'll call you back in a week. So I called back a week and we made a deal. And Let me have somewhat of a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> somewhat of a vacation. <laughs> I thought I was retiring. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was retiring for a while. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so I then uh, I went down there as we called a special project manager for him. And then in six months, he made me the general manager of Seattle Store. And, and I managed that until he sold it to Waste Management. And uh, so I got to know Bruce real well then. And um, f from that time on, uh, he, he lived in... Uh, most of the time, Mercer Island, he was out in Maple Valley for a while. But when he was living in Mercer Island, I'd, I'd go by his house all the time, going by to Redmond. And then we got uh, two or three years before he, he died, he, uh, I stopped in his, uh, in his home because Bruce was a funny guy. He would not return phone calls all the time. So you just have to keep trying. Or he'll call you out of the blue maybe a year after you call him. <laughs> and, and Did you ring? I don't remember what I asked. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I pulled in there, and, and, and this is when I, I bought the 72 BMW. And he says, hey, he says, let's walk up to the garage. He had two at the time at his Mercer Island home. One was attached to his house, and the other one was around the bend where he built a, a garage that looked like a house. And um, so uh, the car was up in the secondary uh, garage. He says, I'm thinking of getting rid of some of my cars. I want you to buy this. And I says, well, I really hadn't thought about buying a car. Uh, and he says, no, I want you to buy it. He says, I know you'll take care of it for me. And at that time, I didn't put the picture together that he was ill. He didn't tell me. So I bought the car. And then I was, the Studebaker was sitting right next to it. He says, uh, you like the Studebaker too, don't you? And I says, yeah, it looks pretty nice car. Hard not to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he says, uh, well, come back and buy it too. You know, don't, don't just buy one, buy two. Bruce so. is good at spending your money. He was. He did a <laughs> nice <Yeah>. job. <laughs> I, I do really want to go into Bruce because obviously Dan and I knew Bruce yeah, as we knew well him. too. Um, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I, I want to talk about Bruce and, and okay. your history with him. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. 
moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back with Dante. And uh, talking a little bit the stories about Bruce Levin, his days back in the... I mean, if you've ever been to Exotics, this is our, <laughs> our, our, our side of the story with Bruce. I mean, he was such an eclectic, wonderful person. He never showed up to Exotics with the same car. I mean, most of the time he was showing up with fresh ink on his arm. Um, something very patriotizing, uh, you know, American flags and eagles, just living his life in retirement and loving it. I mean... Some of the, I mean, if it wasn't the the modern suburban with the uh, original suburban uh, body over it, or the what is that, fifty one bullet? Was it a fifty one bullet? Ford fifty one bullet, right. which which he finished uh, on shoebox. No, the remember the it was a shoebox. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yes. I, was, sorry, I get him sorry. confused. Like you said, he never showed up with the same car twice. No, so. he showed up with, with that. I mean that right before he uh, unfortunately passed, and, and we are sad to see him go, obviously. Um, he was a big part of exotics and, and a big part of uh, our success as some of the f- cars that he brought. But, um, <laughs> I remember having to jump a battery for him, and I had I always carried a, a battery jump box in my car, and he I was like, where's the battery in this thing? He was like, oh, it's lithium ion. It's under the car because it's lightweight. And I'm like, of course it is because it's Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Of course he has like a $500 battery under his thing. <laughs> and so I had to crawl on the ground under this car with his jump pack. It really worked, but it was just. The, the only thing he refused to do is wear sleeves. Yep. He would show up in a sleeveless shirt no matter what. Showing up stats. Um, You know, uh, smoking like a chimney and just ready to talk and be Bruce. They, they, there was no, there was nobody but, like it. So uh, we're, we're definitely sorry to see him go. And, and Dante, it's incredible that you were, size, were you guys were such great friends and that he came to you to, because he knew that you would be a, a great caretaker for his cars. I mean. Yeah, it was, I thought that was pretty cool that he did that for me. And uh, I didn't find out until after I bought I bought the 72 Beamer first, and then the, the uh, Studebaker was next. And then that that was in 2016. And in 2017, I'm, I show up with the Beamer at at the show here in, in, in Redmond on a Saturday. I pull in, and I park the car, and I, I'm looking for Bruce. I didn't see him. All of a sudden, there's this voice pipe sound. He had this deep voice. He says, hey, that's a good-looking car you're driving. <laughs> says, Don't yeah. take it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had added those driving lights on it. He didn't, he didn't have them on it. And he says, I should have done that. You know? <laughs> so he liked that. And, and that's when, when, when he was there with a Porsche. And and then he he tells me he that's says, the day he had his race car there. He, he, he had this no, this was a '63. Okay, and uh, it was green. Yeah, and um, he says uh, he comes over to me and he says, and this is sort of personal. He says, "I'm dying." I says, "What do you mean you're dying? Everybody's dying. We're all getting older." No, 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 I'm sick. And then he tells me that he's going through chemo and all that sort of stuff. And I says, I try to get him. We gave each other a big hug, and I said, you're fighting it, aren't you? And he says, yeah, I'm fighting it. And then I realized why he was selling clicked, the cars. Yeah. He, was, he, he knew that he was fighting a battle for his life, and he was getting ready for it. He was getting rid of some of his cars, and he called some of his friends. Other people did this. He did the same thing as he did for me. They bought, he said, I want you to buy this car. So that's about the, the, the two cars, then one in 16 when he was alive. After he died, I bought the uh, this SS Holden. And then I bought a 32 Deuce Coupe that uh, will be down here eventually at Drivers Club. Yeah, there's uh, if there's anybody that was uh, meaner than cancer, it was Bruce, and that's I mean that in a good way. I mean, and he he fought a very 
He fought hard. He fought very hard. Yeah. And he's one of the nicest guys you'll meet once you get to know him. Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> had, you had to get to know him. I yeah. mean, I yeah. mean, he showed up for, I think it was, at the time it was still Porsche Day, and he, I mean, he had his, his special race transport come in with his race cars. And he was just, you know, <laughs> if, if you didn't know who Bruce was, he was standing there on the sidelines, you'd think he was the guy unloading the cars. Like I yeah. said, sleeveless shirt, smoking like a chimney, just, yeah. you know, yelling at people, having a, you know, but if you knew him, it wasn't yelling. Yeah. That's the great yeah, part about right. it. So it, it was, it was a real pleasure to know him. And I mean, I'm glad, to, I'm glad to see his cars are, are went to good people and, and are being cared for. Um, one of the stories you and I were talking about is laughing because you have a, an E93 M5 and which has, if, if, uh, sorry, E39. E39. Sorry. sorry. And um, you had driven that car up to Bruce's before you had bought the BMW. <laughs> and, yes. he, and he goes, hey, I like the wheels on that car. And you go, yeah, yeah, they're mine. And then you said you came back and Bruce had, put, had gone out and bought wheels and put them on the three. Put them on it, yeah. I, and that guy said, no, I'm Bruce. I'm surprised you didn't just buy them off your car. Like, <laughs> give me your wheels. Yeah, yeah you take these. Yeah. So uh, uh, Bruce was, uh, uh, he ran a good company. Mm -hmm. uh, people, uh, you either liked him or you didn't like him because he could come across harsh at times. But all all people own their own companies are that way. Yeah. And um, fighting to put the, your food on your own table. So yeah. yeah. And and he this well, has has the manager of the Seattle division. You had to prove all the invoices that were when you buy parts for your trucks because your regular garbage industry is regulated by the UTC, which is the Utility Transport and Commission. Okay. And and you have to when you buy a part for a different truck that part has to be specified for that particular truck so they can expense it out and i go so yet as a manager you had to okay it and send it off to the controller at the main office corporate office which was in redmond and so i'm going through these bills one friday afternoon they're about this stack of this man i'm going through i'm going through them i come to one this is burmos burmos i i'm sorry on the, the porsche dealership in, in florida Oh, Permos. Uh, Permos, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Permos. Like, sorry, screw that it's up. Okay. But anyway, I'm going through it, and there's this Porsche for $170,000. <laughs> and so Porsche's making garbage trucks now. Yeah, who knew? Says, yeah, who yeah. knew that? So I, call, I called Bruce up, and I said, hey, Bruce, what do you want me to do this? I, I, I can't okay. This has got nothing to do with garbage. Sign it. Okay, I signed it. <laughs> so, so I sent it to corporate, and the next morning I get a, get a call, phone call from this controller CPA. He says, what the F are you doing? <laughs> you can't. Well, who told you to do that? that this, what has this got to do with garbage business? I says, well, you better talk to Bruce because I asked him the same question. So, yeah, I asked him <laughs> the same question. And if he believes it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's one story about Bruce. And, uh, but anyway, then, then afterwards, uh, I bought the other two, the Deuce, the 32 Deuce and the SS from this, uh, from the, uh, the estate there. The estate. Yeah. yeah. And the estate was controlled by Charles's hospital because mm -hmm. he gave his whole wealth to the hospital. Yep. And so I had to deal with the Charles hospital too. Even in us. death, he's doing good things. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a good man. So uh, with, with the Holden, is, is, is that, did that, did he bring that out of Australia and bring it here? He, he yeah. They had, a, they had a, uh, you, you could do that with okay. him. And he, he, he had, he had to wait for a year, over a year to get it. And, uh, he had it for three years before I bought it, and he only had only had thirteen thousand miles on it when I bought it. So, like he's, like we said, he had a few other cars he could be driving. Yeah, right, so, yeah. yeah. But actually, he only the uh, the Deuce, the thirty-two Deuce Coupe, he only had that for um, he only drove it three times because he only had it for three months before he died. Okay. Huh. Uh, you basically wow. got a new car for yourself. Yeah. 
That's huh, crazy. Yeah, they have 200 miles on it. Yeah, that's 200 miles on it. Where did where did you get your passion for cars? I mean, you're not just – it's one thing to just buy a car from your buddy. It's another my, thing. You're a car guy, my, though. Yeah, I am a car guy. I, I have um, – my first car um, is a 1966 Austin Healey 3000. Ah, the photo you brought. I'll post I, a photo of that. Which I bought new. And the uh, car uh, – is almost original except for the motors been tuned a little bit but it looks it looks like a car coming out of the factory and uh, you still own that car i still own it okay and it's it's got only thirty nine thousand miles on it did you bring that to exotics before i bought it yeah i was gonna yeah. say i remember you bringing it yeah. in because you put the windshield down no no the, no this one doesn't no, okay, okay. Uh, uh, so. no, yeah. i know your car though yeah, yeah but the, it has original top on it original upholstery and a lot of the chrome is original on it so that's tough to do. I understand. I mean, I I understand what it takes to keep a British car original, and I I have the original roof. My Tonneau's not original, but it's not easy to keep those stuff running. And no, keep you, them, you don't you put know, your top down very much. And keep and keep oil and keep oil in the engine and not on the floor. And yeah, yeah. it's yeah. tough. Yeah. And then the other car that I, that one of my favorites is that E39 M5, which is not stock. It's highly modified. It's um, at the factory, they had they came out at 396 or 400 horsepower, mm-hmm. and it's it's now a Dynan S2 car, and after after we did that, uh, you change the differential, you go to lower end, it's got a short shifter on it, it's got a racing clutch in it, it's flywheels all racing flywheel on it, and it's got it's been modified, I mean it's been blueprinted, balanced, mm-hmm. and it's and the engine's been hand polished on the top. Okay. And it's um, it's got a bigger cam in it, so right now it 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 it's probably around 600, maybe a little more. It's a very fast car, but when I out of the factory, you could they they spec said you could do over 200 miles an hour. The way it's set up now is it's probably 185 185 mile an hour car, just because of the change different stuff did you and did you have that all done did you do dine did you do the dine in yourself or did you have seattle no seattle did seattle did a lot of the dining work on it but the engine was sent down to dine in california they okay. had it they had it for about six weeks i just i just sold my e46 dine so i uh and my actually my my lead mechanic for the bmw is here yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, and we're the, still friends even though i don't have the car so, <laughs> yeah. you know for, yeah. for a natural aspirated car it pulls as hard as any oh, car oh man there's nothing better than naturally aspirated when and you've you get tuned, right? and you've driven it like you 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 put some miles on it. you you were saying you used to drive to arizona every i year. drive well this is the first year i've driven in 10 years i drive every mar i'd leave in the end of february go to arizona okay for spring baseball and then drive it back, and I've been through many snowstorms with it over some treacherous roads, unbelievable. But it's a German car; it's meant to be, meant to be driven yeah, in the snow. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, with, it has a manual, so that helps. Sure. In the snow. So. What yeah. color? It's uh, what they call the carbon black metallic. Ooh, carbon black. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Beautiful, beautiful car. No, I just I was laughing. It's still that that story of Bruce about putting those wheels on his car, like. Yeah. Because when when that when you sh- when that car showed up originally, Dan and I happened to be here, and you had left, and we went down there too drool in a, in, a, in, a, in a controlled circle around it and i was like are those those are those m5 wheels yeah like, yep oh, those m5 are m5 wheels, wheels. I, and i remember <laughs> i got down on the floor even because i was looking at it and i was like this is bruce's old car like i recognize it but i never really got the chance to really go through it when you're in exotics i'm always we're working it so we're passing up down the rows i never really get a chance to really get into the cars and so i got down on the floor and i was looking at the suspension that thing is done so nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice looking car. He did he did spare any expense in the uh, '72 uh, Beamer. He uh, he told me he had over 200, so that meant it's probably about 300 probably in it. 
Yeah, Bruce, Bruce didn't like cut it. corners. He, he did never not, did. Nothing. I mean, on any of his cars. And no. you look, you know, it, I, I just I just felt it was important to have this about him because he's such a big part of the car industry Agreed. in Seattle. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he had he had a bunch of car dealerships which he didn't make any money at, but he uh, <laughs> but he did very well. But he it. had the passion. He wanted to be a car dealer. And yeah. He got back in the trash business. He was mm-hmm. big time in the trash business in Montana. Although he he lived here most of the time, he'd go over there maybe once twice a week, maybe once a week, or maybe only a couple times a month. But he he uh, got back in the trash business. He was very successful in Montana area called Montana Waste Systems. And, oh. and, uh, Did he start that after? Because I know he had, he had he sold the business that. here. and then He, and he they bought out a company there and, okay. and then built it. Yeah. And then, then when he, after, after he died, uh, uh, Republic Services bought it from him. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember you know, when we all heard, obviously, an exotic city had passed. Yeah. And, when, when, I, when, when I bought the car, I, just, I knew I had to buy it. I didn't want anybody else to buy it. I wanted to keep that connection. And and so I I've got them now. And when I when I get to the point where I got to do something with them, three of them been given to my nephews, but the other three I I I don't know. I probably I probably will donate them to some type of cause. Well, I, and again, that's why Bruce picked you to to take these cars and and I mean obviously tell his story and 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 continue it. And obviously you're driving them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, which I is the best like part. To, I still like to drive my age. So I got. I won't tell you how old I am. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I still like to drive. In fact, this uh, September we're going to um, France and drive on uh, the Porsche tour. Oh, okay. Oh, dang. So we did one last year in Croatia. So we're doing this one in southern France. And do you ship your car over there, or do no, they provide they, cars? They, provide they, they give you a car. Oh, they Porsche even gives okay. a car, which okay. they're brand new cars. Yeah. And they have three different models. Like, in the last year we had the uh, uh, the uh, GTS Carrera. Nice. And we had um, that's a G- G- GT3. Oh, okay. And we had a couple other models. Oh, so the slow Porsches. Yeah. 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 No, they're, they're very fast. And they're not exactly putting you in boxsters no, and stuff. No. Okay, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay. And, and they, have a, they have a lead driver okay. from Porsche. There's a Porsche employee. And then the, there are two different guys. And they, you have a group of cars behind them. The idea is to keep up with these guys. And they have a scout car <laughs> that tells them when the road is clear. So that he can really push you, okay. and, and they push you pretty hard. You know, for us, you know, we're we're pretty good drivers. But we're not race car drivers, but it's a lot of fun. So well, I mean, that sounds amazing. I've never heard of that before, but uh, yeah. yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I think I'd just like to be the spotter on one of those. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, blasting ahead. Yeah, it's, it is. It was. It was. It was. It was enjoyable. I mean, you you drive in real twisty roads, but both on the coast and up in the mountains. And how many years have you guys been doing that? Well, this first year was last year. Last year, oh, okay. so this will be your second the year. Second year, then we're doing one in Italy the fall next year. Oh, well, no wonder you're a drivers club member. You just <laughs> fit right in here. Yeah, yeah. So, have you done any? Uh, you mentioned you go down to Arizona a lot. That's one of my favorite places to drive. I've, 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 my driving experience racing is limited. I like to drive. I've done, I've done BMW race course in South Carolina. I've driven uh, uh, Skip Barber's racetrack in Alabama with Porsche. I've been at uh, the racetrack here in oh the Ridge or Pacific Ridge the Ridge yeah the Ridge is great and then I drove uh, I drove the Nurburgring racetrack in 2008. That's got to be tiring. That was that was that was scary and fun. Yeah, <laughs> what'd you drive it in? I we, uh, we uh, my nephew and I went over there. We, we uh, rented. Um, we tried to get Porsches, but they're all gone. We tried to upgrade, but we we had reserved the. Uh, 
335s. Yeah. BMWs. Oh, yeah. Which all, all Still race, a good car. All race repair. Yeah. Oh, well. So it was fun. Oh, if they're race cars. Yeah, I was going to say, race prepped yeah. anything is a whole different league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there, that was fun. That's on my list. I want to go over there and, and uh, with the ring taxi with, I'm sure Sabine's not doing it anymore, but something like that. You know, yeah. So. The, 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 most of those ring, a lot of those ring, tax, ring taxi drivers are women. I yeah. know. Like they, uh, they Sabine, Sabine Smith. Smith. Sabine Smith. Was, yeah. She was always on I Top mean, Gear and everything. I mean, you just, and they they get that car around that track pretty damn fast. That'd be a fun job. I think it'd be more fun to be a passenger almost because then you could, like, it'd be fun to drive it, but I wouldn't be nearly as aggressive as somebody who's a, who's a driver. Like, I, would, I agree. I would, it'd be just a giant long roller coaster ride. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just so. driving that. I mean, there's, there's 70 some turns in that thing. You can't remember them. Yeah. We, we, some can. We bought we bought thirty <laughs> laps. Okay. And I think at that time they were like twenty five dollars a lap, and they make you stop at the end of the straightaway and you have to take a ticket, so you can't get. So then you have to build your speed back up. So oh. we got we got fifteen laps in, and what I didn't realize is that we're, that they let motorcycles and cars on the track at the same time, mm-hmm. and so we're racing along and we're just starting to get used to track use you really you're are. starting yeah. to get it yeah yeah exactly. you yeah. just get a little tiny feel but sure. you really aren't but you feel a little bit more comfortable i guess and all of a sudden all the caution lights come out and and uh, so they're they got the, the track stores out they're pushing off to the side and i come around this corner and here this car is sitting right in the middle of the track and there's a motorcyclist off over on the oh. side of the track on on the grass, which is not much room between the pavement and the and the uh, barrier wall that they have there, and then another race car, uh, motorcycle race, right middle of the track, is face down, Ooh. and uh, so I come around and one of the, sh- the track steward comes up to him and just kicks him with his sh- on his shoulder, and he, he was he was he 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 was dead. He had passed. And what happened was is that these two motorcycles passed this car that they were behind, one on one side, one on the other. They came around in front of them and they hit each other, knocked each other down. One went off to the grass. The other guy went down on the pavement, and he got the car ran over. Some of those, I mean, I obviously that's nuts. today's day and age with some of the stuff that's posted on YouTube and the crashes that happen to people that just, you know, they go rent a car and then they end up, you know overdriving the car oh, yeah. and wrecking it there yeah it's not good but that's yeah it's claimed a lot of lives but you got to like you said you got you can't even some of the best don't even know yeah, they don't call it the green the hell for nothing yeah, yeah. yeah. no exactly yeah. there's there's an old saying in business that when you're young and you get into business you really don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. but then after you're there for a while you figure out what you don't know <laughs> what you don't know yeah. <laughs> if you can get that you can understand that you can be successful and it's the same thing like me driving a car i know i can drive a car pretty okay but I don't want to drive that okay over my abilities, so it's a real fine line there when you're out on a racetrack and get your adrenaline. <laughs> and, and it's about safety. It's I mean that's yeah. that's the best thing. Like I, I was telling you earlier that the gentleman that uh, restored my Triumph, uh, his father used to be in, in in business with Phil Hill, the race car driver. Sure. And he always he, growing when we were restoring our car, he always used to come to me with Philisms, and he used to tell me that Phil Hill used to um, Phil Hill and Dan Gurney would hang out hang out, and Dan Gurney would put a hem- helmet under his arm and drop it face down, and if it didn't crack, that was enough safety for him, and it, he approved that helmet. <laughs> and I was <laughs> thinking, that the, and th- th- these are the same guys that used to smoke before getting in the car while yeah. they were filling it. Oh so. yeah, yeah. But you, I mean, you look at the safety that's changed at at, at, at Nuremberg now compared to then. It's just amazing. Yeah. So, what they used to race. Yeah. Well, Bruce was, a, like we all talked about, he was a pretty damn good race car driver. And I remember he was racing down in Portland back in the 80, late 80s. And he had uh, one of his co-drivers that day was Bobby Rahal. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, never heard of him. No, never <laughs> heard of him. And, and uh, he had, and I think the other guy was Bobby Wallach that same day because okay. he had both 962s in the race. And uh, of course, working for Bruce and knowing him, we got into the pits, and I'm walking by, and Bobby Rail is talking to someone, and and I, you know, I didn't know him. I just overheard him, and he was saying, you know, Levin's okay on the racetrack. He says he's one of the few privateers that. I can trust go door to door and know what he's going to do. He says the rest of these guys have no idea. So <laughs> Ray Hall had a real respect for Levin's ability to drive a race car. He was no slack when it came to being a race car driver. I mean, no. Bruce knew how to drive a car. It was, I mean, and and Porsche knew that, and and everybody on the racetrack, yeah. like you said, knew that. So, I mean, it's because uh, he he and he owned a Porsche dealership, did he not? It did for a while. Yeah, yeah. for a while. That's yeah. and that's where because. Uh, I was talking to him about that when he brought in the race. What was the race car he brought that day, Dan? Do you remember? I can picture it. Was it a 935 or 917? Something, like, something like that. Not a he was talking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I just, I just, got, I just got it when I had the dealership. That's the best thing that came out of the dealership." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> I remember one day a CTR2 rolled up, mm-hmm. rough CTR2, and I was like, "Who in the world owns a rough CTR2 in the Northwest?" And I'm like, and then Bruce pops out. I'm like. Never. Who there did I expect yeah. to have, like, you know, the crown jewel of 9-11 aftermarket? And, of course, it's Bruce Levin. Yeah. So that was, Incredible. like, a dream Incredible car when I was a kid. It was, I mean, it, it was it was a pleasure to know him. And it's nice to know that his cars are going into into good hands and that, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's, like I said there, like, uh, Richard Griot bought a, two of his cars, mm-hmm. plus his float plane. His son bought his float plane, I guess. And then... Uh, the guy who owns WeatherTech bought the black 962. And the I forgot he that he had a float plane, too. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. did know about that. Yeah, it was beautiful. Here. I was sitting outside BJ's with him one day, and that ca- I don't even know how it came up. He's like, yeah, I just I took the float plane. And I'm like, excuse me? If you, if you, <laughs> it was a beaver, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were some crude jokes that led to that, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, knowing him. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. knowing him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was top of the line. It was immaculate. He, he just had that thing sp- it was amazing how much money he put into that full sure. plane. He he did it right. I mean, he worked hard and he spent his money. And like you look at the two examples that you have here, it, it it's you could eat off of <laughs> anything in there. It's yeah. just incredible. Yeah. So, All his cars, the more you look at them, the better they got. Um, our our fine manager is telling me, reminding me to ask about Bruce's license plates. Uh, <laughs> he had uh, on my car on the SS it, it, the license plates trash. Yep, <laughs> and, and 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 then on his uh, one of his Porsche that he had, I can't remember which one it was, or uh, it was was uh, garbage, and the other one was can. Yep, <laughs> garbage and can. Yeah, it was just. Did he, so did the, he have the, one that says like Trash Man or something? Yeah. yeah too. So yeah, when yeah. I since I'm in the trash business and I bought this car, the uh, when I bought the car, it was still over at his house. And the guys who worked for him says, you can't change that driver. You can't change that plate. you got to leave it trash. I says, well, I really hadn't even thought about it. I, I don't know if I want to do that. No, no, no. He says, when we see that car somewhere, it's driving down the road, and it, we see it, it says trash on it, we want to think it's Bruce driving the car. So, oh. Oh, so needless know. to say, you kept the plates. I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very well, very well. What's uh? Is there any cars out there you you want to get for yourself? I mean, we've talked about Bruce Lott, and that's a lot to say there. That could go on forever. But what about you for uh, your passions? Are any cars you're now? still looking at? Yeah. No, you know, I I I, uh, I look at the uh, the uh, GT4. I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking about doing that. I almost bought Bruce had a GT3. He, he had a GT4 too. He did, but he sold it. Yeah, he sold it. I remember. Yeah. That. yeah. He, well, he sold the three. Then he then he bought the four. 
was, yeah, it was a black one, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, the black one was... was and it was club was, sport, was, too, was wasn't four. it? Yeah. It wasn't a club store. It wasn't. No, because that's not legal on a on highway. You can't drive that yeah. the, the club store on a highway. That never stopped. He basically no. no, he probably would have figured it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I almost bought it. Then I then because I thought they weren't going to build that car anymore. Then Porsche came out of a big blurb and says, "Yeah, we're going to the G. We're going to build the next one. It's a GT4 above this car." Okay. And and I decided I, I'm going to wait to see what it looks like. So. I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm I mean, sure you know, it will. It's, we have a friend of ours that has a GT4 that drives to Monterey with us every year, and it's just a great yeah. car to listen to. And it is be a, behind and it. a great yeah. car to drive, man. And Davis knows how to drive it, so shout out to Davis. I don't fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I almost bought one just a few weeks ago, actually. I've been going around in circles with cars. We were just talking about that, and that was really high on my list. I, oh, man. Still, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you want everything, Dan. We, we, I do. We all want that. Like I said, that's, we, we all you know crave something. But I think the, the GT4 is, is a wonderful car, and it's a car that you could drive on a daily basis. Yeah. And right. if you want to go out and take it on a track, you could. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're great track, yeah. track cars. That one in the corner is one to look at, by the way. There's a black one here at Drivers Club that Todd's got, and it is modified in all the right ways. If you ever want to look at a nice GT4, that's the guy. This one here in the corner? Yeah, the no, far, far right-hand right corner right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Good guy, good car. If you want to talk cars. That's a GT? Yeah, a GT4. A GT4. Four. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's about time for another break. Let's take a let's take a Rainier break, and when we come back, uh, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about cars. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. We're uh, still talking to our lovely guest, Dante, about uh, his car collection, where he, growing up in a chicken farm, being taken over by Microsoft like every small corporation here in Redmond. And they're just they're going after the chickens, Dan. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what next th- next thing Microsoft will own Easter. Still don't understand what chickens have to do. It'll with be hosted Easter. on Azure. Uh, it works for me. <laughs> hosted on Azure. No. <laughs> so, is there? I, I, we always ask a lot of our guests: Is there a car that you own that you got rid of that you regret getting rid Ooh, of? Oh, that's a good one. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. That's good. Okay. Like All right. Yeah. You're very much like Mr. Putnam. You know, you, you drive them, you love them, you, you you enjoy them, and then they move on. But uh, are you I, talking about cars? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Dan. <laughs> Jesus. Um, this part of the podcast well, is actually, not supported by Dan's <laughs> vision. Uh, no. Actually, there was one car that I wish I still had, it, but it, it was wrecked. It was a ni- 1981-320i. And I, was, I understand that. And I was, uh, it was a cool car. It had a five-speed transmission and no power, but it was fun to drive. Yeah. And one morning I was going across the University Bridge about 8 o'clock in the morning, and it's raining. And I'm going southbound. This car going northbound. It decides to pass on the bridge on the grates. Lost oh. control and hit me head-on at about 40 miles an hour. Ow. And that little 320 ice, I believe, to this day saved my life. If it had been some other foreign car that wasn't built as well, I don't think I would have made it. It hit that hard. It broke the seat, and it knocked me out, and uh, it was a hard hit. So I missed that car. That's pre- yeah, Fair enough. pre-crumple zone. That's a hard time to be hit yeah. in anything. Yeah. Man. Well, I, yeah. There's only <laughs> one word I said when it, just before impact. Yeah. You can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> 
especially being hit on that bridge. I just, yeah, no thank you. Yeah. No thank you. Well, are you gonna, and obviously you're going to keep collecting. Sounds like you've got, a, you've got two more coming, well, one more coming into the collection. I'm having one more coming. It's right now in Tacoma. It's a 32 Deuce Ford Coupe. Okay. Uh, which was very famous, the 32 Deuce song. Yep. And uh, I'm having his, another one of Bruce Levin's car. I'm having fenders put on it because he didn't have any fenders on it. I want to drive it. And to me, if you drive it without fenders, it, it tears up your paint. You just can't, it, no way that's not going to happen. Rock to the face is not yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm doing that and adding a driving light on it. And that'll, nice. It'll be done probably sometime in the summer. So nice. that'll, well, be, that'll be coming here. It'll be parked between those the two cars I have here now. I look forward to seeing it. And, I really and do. My, my plan is to, what I'd like to do, and Amanda and I have talked about it, is I'm going to rotate my cars through here because I'll drive down here, park the cars that I'm driving in, and then take one of the cars here and take keep it for three, four days or a week. And, and As a lot of members do. It's fun yeah. to see what rotates through here. Yeah. You never know what's going to yeah. show up. So. Good for you. Well, I mean, we've had an absolute pleasure getting to know you. Um, it's been, like I said, we were drooling over your cars when you were moving in here, and you had, I think you had dropped off the BMW, and we're going back for the for the Studebaker. Yeah. And we were down there just going, oh my God, like, yeah, just and, amazing, amazing and cars. And Studebaker's gonna be leaving next week. We're taking it to the shop. I got some engine work done to it. It's leaking some oil, getting that fixed. So it'll be gone for a few weeks. Packard engine leaking oil. That's so weird. <laughs> no. You think you'll ever do any more track time? Oh, yeah, I think so. I, I like it. Uh, I, uh, again, I, I got to be careful because sometimes your eyes get bigger than yeah. what you can handle. And, and uh, so knowing that, if but but I tell you what, driving a Porsche on a racetrack, that's quite an experience. It, uh, they're amazing cars, and they make you really a better driver, and maybe you, you really are. And uh, I remember when we did the Croatia tour this last summer, uh, we're after one of the tours. You can't drink any alcohol during the day, but at night they 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 all the alcohol you want. And so we're sitting around talking with other members in the group, and they're saying, "God, we're we're doing we're doing pretty good, driving on these fast courses with with the uh, Porsche drivers leading us." And I says, "Hey, wait a minute, you got to understand the Porsche, like I just said, makes you a better driver than you really are." And, <laughs> and I says, "The difference, and they won't let you take the the stability control off. You have to leave it on." And uh, I says the difference between us and a pure race car driver is that 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 stability control is off. They don't want that. That doesn't on. exist. It doesn't yeah. exist for a race <laughs> car exist. driver. Yeah. So that's the difference. But yeah, I, I like, I enjoy it. So I hope to do a few more times. In okay. fact, uh, uh, my brother, my older brother, has a friend who lives in Alabama, right next to the Skip Barber track, and he has invited me down to come down there to drive his personal car, which is a Porsche RS uh, GT3 RS. Yeah, so, that'll move you. So I, I got to go do that. So I'm going to go down and see him. Well, I'm sorry you'll be suffering in Alabama. That's uh, that's a horrible thing. But we're glad you could be going to do it. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if if you know, if you need Dan and I to do something like that for okay. you, we're always here to help. You know, uh, <laughs> we'll our former guests. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you want yeah. to do track time here, we know just the man you should talk to. Hey, Adam, welcome to back to the show. Hi, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, speaking of track time, so we just had our track day at, uh, at the Ridge, and I got a ride-along uh, with Paul Blake, who's a PCA instructor, has a GT3. I mean, oh, I, I don't think I'll ever go that fast. In any car, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's running, I don't know, 153, 154 at the Ridge, and this was like in the wow. rain. I mean, it was just 
insane how fast he was going. So that was that was that was a thrill. That was a lot of fun. We were laughing driving in the rain in the cars we currently have, and I'm like, man, this is so much fun to go this fast. And I know I've done just enough track time to know how slow I am. <laughs> so anytime I go out with an instructor, I, and I, I think about that after I do a really hard drive, where I'm. Yeah. I've got the, the stress speed, you know, for me holding on tight, and I'm going through the corners, and I'm being as efficient as, efficient as possible. Then I get to the end of a drive like that, and I'm like, man, I know I'm slow, and that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be that fast. I just don't think I have the guts to go that fast. I, I, I mean, it's just not in me. I don't know. And that's okay. Forza. Right? Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Forza horizon. I, I still like myself, even though I can't go that fast. So, so that was a lot of fun. But, Somebody uh, should like you. That's important. That's all that matters. As long as I like myself, right? That's Your daughters all, love you. I've seen the photos. That's my wife. <laughs> they have to. Um, what, what's what's coming up with Avance? Uh, on set, we got two events this weekend, actually. Saturday, we have a tech session at Grio's Garage uh, with Brian from Polished Image Detailing. So it's all about ceramic coating. Okay. A lot of myths out there about ceramic coatings, you know, Ceramic Pro, C-Quartz, all the different brands. Like, how come some ceramic coatings cost a couple hundred versus some are like $3,000? So, just basically debunking a lot of the myths about ceramic coatings. Why you should get it, why you shouldn't get it. Can you apply it yourself? Now, there's like a lot of sort of at-home do-it-yourself yeah, ceramic see coatings. See pop up on Amazon. How yes. could that go wrong? Well, Meguiar's has a new product, too, that's like a, a ceramic coating kind of do-it-yourself. So <clears throat> this session's all about, hey, you've heard about it. Now here's sort of the, the fact versus fiction. So that should be a lot of fun. So that's on Saturday at Griot's Garage. And then on Sunday, we have a Drive Everything event at Emerald Downs. So that's our first one of the season. So that will be a lot of fun. The horses hate it. <laughs> we actually drive at the horses. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're part of the course. The actually. Ben Hur thing. <laughs> <laughs> part of the autocross course, you gotta. Yeah, that's dodge great. The Let, let's get Peta to hate us too. Why not? I'm totally okay with Peta hating us. <laughs> People who enjoy the taste us, of animals. I am yeah. like, that's we've made it. If Peta hates it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these views are that expressed by Dan are not the views of Rain City Supercars. They really are, though. <laughs> there's there's some horsepower joke in there. Yeah, there's always a good horsepower joke somewhere. in there. <laughs> Strap one more horse to the front. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's great. Uh, Dante, thank you for coming in. I really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, and taking time to share our uh, your passion with us. Before we go, we oh. have to mention. Oh, I forgot. It's kind of a big deal. Thank so God if, Amanda's here to tell us. We forget No, she, she told me. I was just leading into it, and I, I wanted to cut you off before you stopped. April 20th at Elsom Cellars, which is in Soto, is having an event that everybody should come to. Our friend and our photographer, Carl Noakes, if you've seen any of the photos that somehow make us look presentable, those are from Carl. Yeah, we don't look like that in real life. No, not at all. He's just great at Photoshop. He is having a book signing event and a book launch event, I should say, for his photography book. And it is great. Um, Carl has a way of capturing images nobody else really does. I don't know how else to put it, but if you've seen our photos. His his motto kind of when, when coming to photography is you, is you choose the background and wait for the foreground to happen. Yeah, and he likes to capture conversation and life as it happens, but with an automotive touch to it. Like, he's a big car guy, obviously. He's a driver's club member. He's got a Carrera 4 GTS. He's at every cool event that has anything to do with cars and just an all-around amazing person. But his book launch event is April 20th. He is, this is by no means a paid sponsorship. We, he's a friend, and we obviously support him very much. Everybody should be there. It's going to be a great event. Three Pelopossi is going to be there with a bunch of cars. So you'll have your own basic car show and book event, and his book is obviously worth getting. Yeah, he has an automotive touch. Yeah. 
There's some other touch jokes in there. I'm not going to say. <laughs> so. Follow him on Instagram. It's Automotive Chat. You won't be disappointed. We tag him in all of our photos. But if you haven't seen our photos, you should check out our page and check out his page because awesome stuff. Thank you, Amanda, for uh, and It's from 4 to 6. That 4 day. to 6. You'll see the event, April though. You'll, you'll see the event on our page. You'll see the event everywhere. Just look for Automotive Chat. You'll see his book signing event. It's absolutely worth going to. Great guy. So, And that's it. That's all I had. Okay, good. Well, well, can I get can th- I get back to thanking our guests now? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh okay. Thank you. <laughs> Yet again. Yeah. Thanks, Dante. Well, thank you very much for having me and Amanda for inviting me. I appreciate it very much. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Good. and thank you for sharing your knowledge on the cars and taking us down and talking us through the Studebaker and the BMW. And I mean, it was incredible, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. If you see uh, Dante at the show, you'll you can't miss the cars. So come and say hi. No. You got great stories, man. I love thank looking you. through the cars. Thank so. you. Like we like Dan always says, we're an automotive car podcast about people. So we want people to get to know. The the people behind the cars so uh for rain city supercars i'm nick i'm dan and don't just get there enjoy the drive